What's up, guys? I'm Paul. This is uh, Trusting Jesus Ministries, Pauline Theologies, Daily Devo. And I'm glad you guys are here as we continue on a new book. We are in the book of Genesis this time around, man. This is the first book of the Bible, and it is so important because it establishes everything that comes after it. So today we're going to do an introduction, talk a little bit about the book, and then uh, the next episode we'll jump jump right on into it and dive on into it. So normally we read through the scriptures, you know, and we see what the writer's trying to convey to the original audience, and then we see what uh, he says about God, and then we see what he says about man, and then we see how we can apply these truths to our lives. We're going to kind of do a form of that, but we're going to just talk about the overall kind of structure, theology of the book. So we have an idea we can be thinking about those things as we discuss and read through the book. So just want to start out with that uh, the book is separated into two major sections, uh, what uh, scholars like to call the primeval history and then the uh, patriarchal history. So the first 11 chapters are about the creation of the world and then about kind of uh, these families that come after it, you know, with Noah, uh, Seth, and uh, all of those characters, the Tower of Babel, all of these stories are primeval history. And then after that, we have the patriarchal history, which are um, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, uh, 12 through 50. And then we see after that as well, Joseph and the story of him being sold into slavery, into Egypt, and then saving the world like that. So those are the two separate uh, kind of big diversions, or I'm sorry, not diversions, but divisions of the book of Genesis. And what is the theology, though, behind? What is what is the author of, of Genesis trying to convey to us as we read it? Well, I believe that it is, first off, God is a powerful, creative God, because we're going to see that with the creation of the world in the first two chapters. He is just beyond uh, imaginative in what he can do and how he can do it, and that he does it by just the power of his words. So that's just conveying the power uh, that he possesses. But the biggest overall theme, which comes from Genesis, uh, the, the the first primeval history to patriarchal history, is that uh, he keeps his promises. That God is a God that keeps his promises. He's faithful. Um, regardless of what we do or say or anything that we can, you know, handle. He still keeps his promises. I think that is the biggest theme that we're going to see throughout Scripture. What is this going to say about man? What's Arthur going to convey about mankind? Well, I think he's going to say first that mankind is created special. Mankind is created above uh, uh, all other creation. And then it also says that uh, we're cared for, that mankind is is loved, even despite the things that we're going to do, which also is the next thing it talks about mankind is that we are sinful and rebellious, that um, what we do tends to to we some we some bad folks sometimes, man. And uh, the thing is, is just supposed with God's love and grace for us despite that. And so what I think with the application that we're going to have to take from this is um, that we should trust in God because he is faithful. I think that's the one of the, the big things that as we read through scripture, we're going to see that God makes a certain amount of promises um, throughout the, the book from the beginning uh, of the book in, in Genesis 1 um, and 3 
to even to uh, Genesis 15 and 17, when God makes the ultimate promise in um, in the ultimate promise in saying that Abraham is going to have his descendants. The first half of the book, man, um, we're going to see some cool stuff, be some weird stuff. It'll be some different stuff. And we'll explain all those things along the way. And then we're going to see some tough stuff, some kind of sick stuff and some bad stuff in the second half. First half, Berg as well, but second half. And we'll explain and talk about those things and see how they relate to us, how they relate to God, and how we can apply these truths in our lives. So I'm excited about jumping into Genesis with you. I got one more thing to say about it. I have to say it is that the first half of Genesis is is about families with an S and how these families are continually and continually separating themselves from God. It's going to show that the things that they do and how they act seem to to want to leave God, to to despise God, to hate God. And the faithfulness aspect and the gracious aspect. I don't know if I mentioned this when I said God, but grace is another theme that's going to be proclaimed throughout the book of Genesis. And it is because that God, despite the families with an S, are trying to separate themselves from their creator to usurp, uh, to take over his throne. God still loves, cares for, has grace upon this world by dealing with a family. And this family, with no S, this family is how all of the families of the world will be reconnected to God. And so the primeval history I said earlier, the beginning, the first 11 chapters, that's going to talk about families with an S leaving away from God through sin. But the second half of the book, 12 through 50, is going to say about how a family is going to bring all of the families in the world back to God by God's doing. And that is a wonderful thing. And so I'll end on this. It is Abraham whom God says, if they bless you, they will be blessed. If they curse you, they will be cursed. And it is still that way today as if we bless our Lord Jesus Christ, we will be blessed. But if we curse our Lord Jesus Christ, or it wouldn't be your Lord if you cursed him, but if you curse Jesus Christ, then you will be cursed. Because he is the means by which families are being reconnected and reconciled with the God of the universe. So if you haven't blessed God today, if you haven't confessed Jesus as Savior and Lord or trusted him with your life, and I pray that you do that this day. And if you have, man, let's continue to show why God is faithful by our lives today. I'll see you guys in the uh, next episode.